and welcome to the No Dusty Bibles podcast, where we delve into just two chapters of scripture a day at a sustainable, rewarding pace. I'm your host, Heather, and I'm an author, speaker, and Bible teacher, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hannah, who is the director of all the things here at the Rescued Letters Collective. Hey, everyone. We're here to guide you through your daily Bible reading, bringing insights, encouragement, and a sense of fellowship right to your ears. If you would like to receive weekly emails for Bible reading, sign up at therescueletters.com slash no-dusty-bibles or click the link in the show notes below. Whether you're starting your day, taking a break, or winding down, join us as we explore God's Word together. Let's dive into today's scripture and find the hope. Well, hey friends, it's Heather here. Happy Monday to you. I just want to take a minute to encourage you before we dive into our scripture for today. Um, number one, to say, well done, uh, good and faithful servants who have kept with us. We're in two weeks to this, and whether you are joining us for the first time today or whether you have been with us since we started this podcast a few weeks ago, I just want to say um, kudos, high fives, and well done for just staying in the Bible and keeping up with us here. Um, That's our goal is literally just to um, be faithful in reading the Bible uh, two chapters a day, Monday through Friday. And um, I just want you to know that you are seen and noticed and your faithfulness does not go unnoticed by our Heavenly Father. So I want to encourage you with that today um, before we dive in. It's Monday. I don't know what you have facing this week or what is ahead of you today, but I think some of the scriptures that we're going to read will encourage you specifically um, when we get to the mustard seed section. And so I just want to remind you that whatever your mountain looks like for today, I want to encourage you to place that in God's hands this week. Even when we don't know the outcome, even when we don't know the how or the why, uh, even when our minds are constantly swirling in the what ifs of our situations, whatever that that what if mountain looks like for you today, um, God is faithful. And uh, as the scripture that we're about to read will remind us that we just we just have to give him just a mustard seed of faith and he can do so much with that little bit of faith. So would you just have the courage, have the boldness um, to place your faith in Jesus with your mountain for this week? Um, Okay, let's dive into the scripture. Uh, Matthew 17 and 18. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then, there appeared before them Moses and Elijah, talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, to be sure, 
Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of the boy, and he was healed at that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, Because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. When they came together in Galilee, he said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised to life. And the disciples were filled with grief. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? he asked. From whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? From others, Peter answered. Then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offense, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. Matthew 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand on your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? 
And if he finds it, truly, I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault, just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, Be patient with me, and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Thank you for spending part of your day with us here at the No Dusty Bibles podcast. We hope today's reading has encouraged you and brought you closer to understanding the heart of God. Don't forget to join us for the next reading. And if you're looking for more resources or want to connect with our community, visit us at therescuedletters.com and find us on social media at Rescued Letters. The No Dusty Bibles podcast is produced by the Rescued Letters Collective, a united front of women's ministry endeavors with a shared vision to help women everywhere cultivate a richer faith. Our mission is simple, but transformative. Make the Bible not just available, but wholly accessible and deeply meaningful for every woman who seeks its wisdom. If this podcast encouraged you today, we would love for you to leave a rating and review and also share it with a friend. Until next time, I'm Heather. And I'm Hannah. Reminding you that every page turned in the Bible is a step closer to God. We're rooting for you.